I'm Greg Miller, and you're listening to Rabbit Hole Media. It kind of sounds gross, but I don't think it is. Welcome to Press Start, episode 135, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. I am one of your hosts, Christian Lasham, and as always, and as usual, I am joined by the Jeremy Clarkson of Video Games, Mr. Jack Netley-Thompson. Top of the morning, do you? Oh, you're Irish today. Cancelled. Sorry. Yes, apparently so. I'm sure there's some Irish in me somewhere. Uh, Ew. (laughs) Or woof. <laughs> uh, good evening, Rich and Chat, and good evening, Jack. Thank you for joining me. How are you this evening? I've had a good day. I'm glad. I'm so, glad. I'm all right. For uh, I'm more than just I'm all right for once. I've had a good day. It's been easy, and I don't get to say that very often. It's just been easy. <laughs> I'm very happy. For nice, you. chilled. There were no rushed elements whatsoever. It was great. Good. I'm very, very happy for you. I cannot echo that sentiment, um, but uh, I am happy for you. None the less. This is Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. If you like what you're doing and what you're doing is watching us, I've just got a hair in my mouth out of nowhere. Sorry. Sorry. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media. And you can subscribe and follow on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. And now you can follow us on Instagram at rabbitholemedia underscore UK for all of the behind the scenes tits and bits. If you would like to support us, you can head to merch.rabbitholemedia.co.uk where you can find a wide range of merchandise which just recently got wider. And finally, if you are watching us live on Twitch and have the Amazon Prime Gaming Prime subscription thing, because I've turned out, it turns out it's not as easy as just being an Amazon Prime member, I've been told, you get one free Twitch Prime membership a month, maybe perhaps depending on what subscription you have. Please use that free subscription and give it to us. It will go... Uh, what was it? It will not cost you a penny, uh, but it will go a very long way in helping us bring you to shows that you love. What the fuck has happened? It is as easy as that. We did it yesterday. What did we do it with? No, I did it... I, sorry, by we, I mean me and Swoop. If you have Amazon Prime, you just tell Amazon this is your, Twitter, uh, your Twitch account and then oh. you have a sub. I it see. is as easy as that. Right. I'll take it up with the Anyone who is having difficulty is just wrong. Falsely, <laughs> falsely giving me information. I will deal with this in my own time. Okay? <laughs> Jack! Stick with what we have written. <laughs> Every week on this show, we talk about the same things, which is why I'm going to ask you, what have you been playing? Uh, talking about the same things. It's the same thing as last week, although I haven't actually played it for a, a good chunk of time. Uh, Returnal. I have nothing new to say. I haven't gotten any further because every time I die, it makes me start again. Yes. And I've decided, fuck Returnal. There we go. I've decided right on the spot. Um, I'm probably not going to go back to it. I'm probably going to leave it there because it's just, as much as I was enjoying it, and the core gameplay is fantastic, I, w- I won't take that away from it. It's It's too much. It's way too much. And I think... Even there are even roguelikes like this is even for a roguelike. Sorry, this is strict. 
on its okay. roguelike rules. Like, like you keep nothing. Okay, I you, see. You get general power ups and stuff that, and you unlock a melee ability and what have you that you keep then forever, and different bits like that. But your guns, your pro, your gun progress, any form of uh, health capacity progress, any form of anything you just lose it all and it's just exhausting over and over again i see the appeal i see why people like it um and i haven't come across any of the the mad bugs that people are talking about um i want to something i i would want to say on that in a second but um yeah it's just the loop is not for me uh, as you well predicted would be the same thing for yourself as well it's just i think i'm done that's fair enough and not necessarily a bad thing that's just something that doesn't click with you and i didn't expect it to Absolutely. click with you either to be fair i expected you to no, have that kind i of... didn't expect it to click with me either the, the, the disappointing thing is the gameplay is fantastic it's phenomenal if they put this into a more traditional style game especially considering there's such a heavy plot um i would have enjoyed this a lot more and it would have gotten a very high score from me that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, that leads me on to another question, which is, have you downloaded Wreckfest? Uh, so I downloaded Wreckfest. And then because I was just like, I might not play this much, but I do fancy a racing game. So I downloaded Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. to which it then said I didn't have enough space. I see. So mere moments after it finished downloading, I deleted Wreckfest. So, so my notion of, do you want to play with me later to get the multiplayer trophy is... Uh in the bin already i mean it take last time i downloaded it it took about 10 minutes i mean the offer's on the table so all i'm saying is so i can always i can always download it again because oh, i've sorry. now purged some stuff i see because you know i don't like that there's such a, a limit on how many tiles you can have on the home page yeah before i it imagine ends. i imagine they'll add an option to change because the ps4 used to do that and then they put an option in the settings where you could not limit the amount of tiles on the home screen i don't know why it's not the case in the ps5 but my guess is you should have just carried over like if you would add that over like you can have seven and that's including playstation plus and playstation now which you can't fucking get rid of your capture library and all these other things so yeah no i agree i agree um Uh, i don't think the capture library is there on the ps5 it's there for me oh I mean, it might maybe be just, it's just a case of because I because I've never opened it, yeah. it's just fallen to the. I was back, about to say I it imagine, might be just because I gets. use it, so it's being pushed out. I, yeah, I just go into my storage if I want to look at capture stuff. Well, the um, the game I've been playing the most of is Wreckfest, um, and we played it on stream the other night, and I it amused me, but I'm really enjoying playing it. It's really good fun. It's just it's a relaxed for the most part, as relaxed as crashing cars into each other can be, chilled out racing game. You know, it's not too difficult, but it's not particularly easy either. Progression's really good. Like, I've got to the point now in the campaign where I can kind of um, uh, tell that it's getting a bit harder and I'm going to have to do a bit better um, and think about upgrading cars and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, it's just really good fun. Really simple, achievable platinum trophy just takes a little bit of time the only trophy i'm worried about is that there's a multiplayer one and i thought it'd be good fun for you and i to do it together i thought together we'll smash it out in no time because time will fly quicker because we'll be yammering and we'll for sure get that trophy sure. absolutely yeah my only concern is then i kind of I'm, I'm kind of committing 
to the platinum, you know. This is fair, yeah. but I think it's I think it's a platinum that you would enjoy because you were saying to me the other day that you would like a platinum to get. I would like a platinum, yeah. I'm, I hope so. I don't, I don't like going in and in upgrading cars and stuff too much. I've always liked a racing game where you go, I see these are getting a bit fast now. I'll buy a faster car. I'm the same. I think I think you can just do that. For the most part, that's what I've been doing. There's one trophy which is to reach a certain speed in a particular car. So I've been upgrading that car when I can so I can hit that speed. But otherwise, yeah, I've fair. just been buying new cars. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like that in real life. as well. well, not obviously just, oh, I've reached a point where I need a faster car. That doesn't happen in real life. But, but um, the idea of nice cars, I've never been one to, I've never been one of these... Uh, yobbos that just hmm. buys a piece of shit Peugeot 106 and puts like 15 grand into it over For the sure. years to super up into some mad hairdryer-esque machine because I think and you you see one of those cars and the only thing you think when you see the driver is twat yes <laughs> but whereas if you see someone who'd put as much time and money into just getting a better car to begin with you go other than me, obviously, if you see me driving past, you'll see, probably think twat. When I see someone that's put that much time and money into buying a better car to begin with, I go, small penis. <laughs> <laughs> Except with you, of course. I mean, I've... Oh, that's, that's not wrapped through. I pressed a button, it didn't do anything. Either way, you should come and play Rectifers yeah. with me. I've also been playing... Uh, still going through, trying to get the Platinum on Uncharted 1, which I've just trying to do that crushing playthrough, which I was enjoying doing, and I now haven't done it since I started playing Wreckfest because it's been slightly more entertaining because I'm on the boss fight of that game, and the boss fight on that game in crushing is obnoxious. There's been a, f a few kind of irritating points as I've been going through the campaign, but the boss fight is just something else obnoxious. Um, infuriating. I will do it on principle. I've gotten this far, but my lord is it infuriating no that's fair enough that is fair enough um now i this i've also briefly played um gran turismo is another thing i've briefly played which one's that gran, gran turismo. turismo sport gran turismo sport yes uh i've always liked that game i just this is one of those things i can slap it on i can sit there and just yeah, very play. much very much the reason I'm enjoying Wreckfest. I can just whack it on, sit yeah. there and just play it. Yeah. Whack it on, sit there. I can either have a podcast playing or yeah. have some music playing. It's, it's, I, that's why I like like these types of racing games. Is I like racing games that don't really require much of your brain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and that's why I enjoy them. and just sit there and I can go, I like... Because I like cars. I'm not... a petrol head or anything like that if you ask me about cars i'll be like um, <laughs> seven i don't know um but i like cars i like looking at them and i like the way they go boom boom but big by the boom boom uh, I, uh check out ablet one ablet admit one on youtube for the rest <laughs> of um but yeah I've, I've just been playing that as well i did a few races after the stream the other day and just chilled out good 
Good, good, good. The other game I'm playing, which I did actually want to talk about, was because I rented it, thanks to Boomerang, is Sackboy A Big Adventure. Very nice. So I made a decision. What do you to, think? Well, I made a decision to rent that because I wanted to see what it was all about. You know, I've platformers are a real hit and miss for me. I think I've mentioned this on the show before that a platformer is either going to click with me and I'm going to really like it, or it's just not for me. Um, there's never but, a same. middle ground. One hundred percent. And Astro's Playroom ended up being a click. A mm-hmm. big part of that was almost definitely the PlayStation-ness and nostalgia to it and the use of the dual sense and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I was just intrigued sure. to seeing what Sackboy was like. And I've never really been into Little Big Planet. Those games have always been fine, but not one that's got me. This, you know, It's been the second half of my platformer gaming experiences. Um, so I rented this and I put it in the other day and I played the first mission and I went, nope, not for me. Just instantly, I was like, no, not for me. Like, it's fine, whatever. Then, then I went back to it. Co-op with Camilla. Just couch co-op together. And we have played so much of that game. And now it's entirely for me. <laughs> Somehow, just as a relaxed gaming social experience, it's really good fun. There's a few puzzles that you kind of have to do together. There's a couple of like co-op levels that you can only play with two people, which are really well built. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been a really good experience. Like I, Camilla knows this. I don't normally enjoy playing video games with her um, because we clash. Because I play video games in a very different way to what she does. So we'll try and play like Lego games or something like that. And uh, she'll want to run around and look in every single nook and cranny. I will want to just go to what I can see. Like, that's just how I like to... I can see something. I'm going to go to that. She's like, I wonder if there's something in this little corner, whereas I don't work that way. Um, so we end up clashing on those kind of games. But somehow on this, it just seems to be working. We just seem to be getting it. We're working in team building together, essentially, and solving the problems together. And it's really good fun. It's a really enjoyable little game with some nice visuals, some really, really, really good music stuff. There's a few levels where they've got a song playing is the music. So the first one I noticed on was, um, oh my God. I can't remember what it's called. Uptown Funk. That's the one. Um, and the level is synced to the music. And somehow, mm-hmm. I don't know how they've done it. Like certain bits of the song will loop until you hit the right point so that it's all in sync all the time. And the song ends as you hit the finish line of the level. And it's so good. They've done so many levels like that. And it's a great, great experience. Really good fun. Good use of the dual sense as well uh, with the haptics and the speaker and the, on the controller they used really well as well. It's a really good, fun game. I'm really enjoying playing it. Yeah, I am glad you went, you went past the first level because the first level is... is... You can never judge a game on the first level. The first sure. level is a super stripped down, basic tutorial version. So I'm glad you went past the first level. I played a mild chunk of that game. I enjoyed it. it I didn't stop for any reason in the game. It was just I fell off it. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing other things and it was just sat there. So I just stopped playing it, really. Um, but I, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy my time. With it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some more. Jack! Before you crack on, yeah. as I mentioned, with I wanted to talk a bit more about the Returnal stuff. 
with the bugs. I've seen a few oh, yeah. tweets and stuff of Returnal being broken and then comparing that to, obviously, because there's a controversial thing in the world called cyberpunk. So there are people that uh, deep throat the game um, just because it's the, it's the controversial opinion to take. Mm-hmm. So, And they were talking about, and there's been people bitching and moaning and complaining about why was Cyberpunk taken off the PlayStation Store for being broken when Returnal's still up and it is broken? To the Returnal is broken, like not for everyone and not for anywhere near as many people. Um, but Returnal is broken to the point where they patched it and then they took a patch back mm-hmm. because it made it worse. Like that's almost unheard of to take a patch back. Yep. Um, so there are definitely issues with it, but I just wanted to bring this up as a uh, people are idiots thing because they didn't take Cyberpunk down because it was broken. They knew it was broken because obviously it had to go through checks and passes to even be put on the store in the first place. They took Cyberpunk down because CD Pro- uh, Project Red told the world that Sony would refund them without consulting them. Yep, that is, we so know they, that's the reason. That's been said. We know that's it? the fact. Yeah, that has been said. Um, but that's been said publicly. That is public information. They didn't take it down because it was broken. They took it down because CD Projekt Red were acting like dickheads and said that Sony would give them their money back. To which they said, no, fuck you. We're going to remove your game. We'll offer the refunds, but then we'll send you the bill. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. They said that yeah. we, we remove your game so we don't have to offer any more of these refunds. We'll ref- we'll do the refunds that you have now stuck us in for and we'll send you the bill and it's not going back on until you've fixed it, which is fair. And it will take a while think, to yeah, go back it's on totally as well. Fair, it, will, just, it will have to go through, be resubmitted for checks and stuff again. So it will take a while to go back on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just I just wanted to bring that up just because it was really... Re- it's one of those things that really frustrated me. It's like, you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. You're just jumping on something because you're seeing the, the conversations getting a lot of clicks. So you're trying to jump on to get yourself some clicks. But you're actually making yourself look like a fucking idiot because you're not actually paying attention to what you're saying and whether or not what you're saying was already disproven several fucking months ago, which in this scenario it was. And I just wanted to bring that up to uh, say... Obviously, Returnal's not being taken down because Sony aren't going to say to Sony that they're going to give refunds without mentioning it to yeah. themselves. <laughs> also, it's their own game. Yep. Anyway. Jack, should we do some vaguely planned news? Let's. There's a lot of news stories this week, so I don't want to spend too much time on each point, but there's a lot to go through. We're going to start up with a story that Sony and Discord have a partnership. The article is coming directly from the SIE blog and was written by Jim Ryan. At PlayStation, we're constantly looking for new ways to enable players around the world to connect with one another from new friendships and communities and share fun experiences and lasting memories. It's in this spirit that we're excited to announce a new partnership with Discord, the communication service popularized by gamers and used by more than 140 million people every month around the world. Fuck's sake, I've clicked on a button. Together, our teams are already hard at work connecting Discord with your social and gaming experience on PlayStation Network. Our goal is to bring the Discord and PlayStation experiences closer together 
on console and mobile starting early next year, allowing friends, groups and communities to hang out, have fun and communicate more easily while playing games together. To bring these experiences to life for our players, Sony Interactive Entertainment has made a minority investment as part of Discord series H-Round. From our very first conversation with co-founders Jason Citrin and Stan Vizensky... I'm going to go with that. I was inspired by their lifelong love for gaming and our team's shared passion to help bring friends and communities together in new ways. Empowering players to create communities and enjoy shared game experiences is at the heart of what we do. We are beyond excited to start this journey with one of the world's most popular communication services. It's always a privilege to work with, part- with great partners to bring fresh experiences to our fans and we'll have more to share in the coming months. Stay tuned for- to our channels and Discord for all the latest updates. Jack, this is potentially a good, really good move, I think, for Sony. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this and what you think we might see from it. I just think what we're going to see from it is Discord's going to be built into the PlayStation. That's what we're going to see. I think you're bang on. In the same way something like Spotify is at the moment, Discord will be baked into the OS at some point. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you'll be able to link your... your Discord and your SIE SIE accounts. a very strange way of saying PSN, but yes. But yes. well, t- technically, they are an SIE account. But I, fair enough. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it would be on the. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, it would be your to to link the two, um, and then you'll just have it through there, and you'll be able to use it on your phone through the PlayStation, or yeah, however you want. But use it to connect through the PlayStation. So it kind of this leads me to believe there's other shit that's come out from all the the Apple. Apic, Apple versus Epic. I like that. Can we can we just call it the Apic? Um, <laughs> that kind of has made people believe that oh, Sony are against this, that, and no. uh, Sony are against uh, crossplay and stuff. It's like no, they were just the only ones who weren't thick enough not to ask for compensation for it. Yeah, but um, and I, that's another thing entirely. But there was a fantastic quote from people at Sony as to why they do this. But anyway. Um, so yeah, they'll just. The, this is kind of that leaning into. Yes, we are for crossplay. We want to make yeah. it easier for people to communicate from their playstations. It's it's like, it's a re- I think it's a really good move, like for crossplay games as well. Like that's the main thing. Like we can be in a group chat now with Rich on the Xbox. Or I say now, in theory, we'll be able to be in a group chat via Discord with Rich on the Xbox, but built it baked into the PlayStation. You know, um, in a nice, mm-hmm. easy, convenient way, um, as opposed to like, having to do it through a phone or a laptop next to you or something like that you, there, there's so many really good features that that could bring in um and really good for community sharing as well and community stuff so yeah it's really really interesting to see what they do with it and how far they go with it and also how long it sticks around sony do have a history of partnering with other brands in this way for a while and then leaving for example you know there was heavy facebook integration with the ps4 for a while and then suddenly that stopped and it was all removed and like so it'd be, it'd be interesting for sure to well i would imagine how that, long I something like that, this lasts yeah i i think that would depend on didn't they kind of bail on facebook because facebook started getting real fucking dodgy yeah like, i think yeah like i i don't doubt there were genuine legit reasons behind it but yeah, because it it kind of t- that timed up with all the times where Facebook was just like, oh yeah, we send your information to everyone. Yeah, um, they have all your nudes, and not that they would be on Facebook, but you get my point. Um, uh, people do. No, well, yeah, well, yes, I know. Um, 
I also think this is a really mo- good move for Discord because obviously listening to podcasts from the talking about the more economic side of this, um, this was a really good move on Discord's part as well as opposed to um, talking to uh, at selling outright to Microsoft because A, Microsoft has a history with communications app purchasing and destroying. Need I say Skype, <laughs> RIP. Um, they bought that and it pretty much immediately died. Um, so it's good that uh, Microsoft didn't get to buy it because they'd fuck it. But also, um, like listening to the more like more intelligent business people talking about this, for a company like Discord that makes as much money as it does and isn't even public yet, mm-hmm. um, with all the series, this being the Series H round and everything, Microsoft's twelve billion could quite potentially have been insultingly low. Yeah, true. To which they just say, "Oh, Sony wants to partner," and in fact, it's the leading theory that the Sony partnership is why that sale just got thrown out the window anyway. Immediately, mm-hmm. oh, Sony wants to do a partnership, not a buyout. Yes. Let's do that. And not to say I don't think they're going to do some form of partnership with Microsoft. They clearly are because their new headset um, yeah. specifically ties to Discord and you can connect it to the Xbox and Discord at the same time, which we've mentioned before being a fucking great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, re- I reckon you will get Discord on the Xbox at some point as well. Absolutely. Um, but so, so I think from that point of view, this is way smarter because then obviously you can have your finger in all the pies. I do like pie. And also, the, the co-creators of Discord are now just rich as tits, so why stop? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it's really promising. I'm looking forward to see what happens. Jack, have you seen the news that there is potentially a new PlayStation 5 redesign coming in 2022? Is it? Well. This article comes from Push Square. Right. It's written by Sammy. Barker, the ongoing semiconductor shortage is unlikely to be resolved anytime soon, but Sony had hinted that one solution to PlayStation 5 stock shortages could be to, quote, change the design of the next-gen device. Specifically, it's referring to the internal components of the console here. And a new report published by Digitime suggests a new hardware redesign will enter production next year. The website claims that Taiwanese juggernaut TSMC will begin manufacturing of a new semi-customized 6NM chip for the system starting in 2022 which would replace the existing 7nm chip used in the console right now it's unlikely this will result in a change to the external experience of the appliance although there may be additional benefits such as more economic power draw sony made more subtle changes to the ps4 fairly quickly after launch um, improving its efficiency and reducing its weight although the design renamed Uh, remain the same outside of a glossy panel which was replaced by a matte plastic panel it wasn't until the release of the ps4 slim and ps4 pro that the appearance of the console was changed in this case the japanese giant is likely looking to both cut costs and also increase production with the semiconductor shortage affecting all electronics manufacturers the company has said that its primary goal is to outsell the ps4 second year sales of 14.8 million but it will need to substantially increase supply if it hopes to come anywhere near that number now the reason I put this article in is because I'd seen this spreading around a lot and people getting up in arms again about the idea that there was a redesign coming. And my God, how are people just still not realizing that little hardware changes like this is so normal? 
This happens all the time. I rec- I almost guarantee, I would almost be sure, like confident enough to put money on it. They won't even mention when this rolls out. No, because I don't think... They, they won't did, even mention. They don't think they did before. I remember, uh, I'm pretty sure the original PS4 had three different chassis mm-hmm. um, that were like fixing different things. They changed the, the power buttons from what was the first launch because the first launch consoles were the touch sensitive little panels that you just rested your finger on. Yeah, they don't on. they changed that till the slim, did they? No, that definitely got changed on one of the um, original model sat chassis because they did like three different ones. They changed the power supply. They changed something with the optical drive because they were having optical problems with the optical drive early on. Like, that's what they do. They release a piece of hardware and then once that's in the mass market, more little problems start feeding back to them that they didn't necessarily notice in mass testing in the same way. And then they start resolving them. Also, the technology develops and they go, oh, we can make this same device cheaper by doing it this way. So that's what they do because they don't make much money on these products, if at all anyway. So it's perfectly normal. Even the PS4 Pro Pro had a couple of different Mm -hmm. versions, if I remember rightly. Um, It's so normal, not a big deal. Um, Yeah. No. Yeah. The main time they obviously do the co- the main time they go for cost cutting is obviously when the slim comes out. That's what the slim is for, to save on plastic. Essentially, that's what that's what the slim's for. If they can make it in a smaller shell, that means they're using less plastic, yeah. which means it costs them less money. That's that's yeah. that's what it is. And I'm sure I'm, I would put money down on the fact that we are going to get one of those. Oh yeah, we'll get we'll absolutely get different console redesigns, two or three. Quite, yeah, I think they've always yeah. done three. PS2 had... Oh, PS2 just had two, the fat one and the slimmer one. Yeah, PS3 is the only one that's had three, I think. Uh, well, you, you could argue the PS4 with the Pro, but it is obviously slightly different internally as well, that one. Um, well, yeah, that's a, yeah I, would, I, I would almost call that a different machine. If, if we're talking just slims, then yeah, the PS3 is the only one that had three so, yeah, versions yeah, of the exact same machine. Yeah, the original uh, fat I get one, your point the slim, the and the super slim. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you had the PSX, as it's yeah. referred to, and then the PS1, uh, PS2, PS2 Slim. You had, obviously, the George Foreman and everything with the uh, yeah. PS3, and then PS4, obviously, had the PS4, PS4 Slim, and then, of course, PS4 Pro. But uh, I imagine PS5, PS5 Slim, and PS5 Pro is exactly what we're going to get with yeah, this generation think- as well. I can't see it being any different... Um, and I'm sure I'll yeah, get but as a, <laughs> oh, I'll get the. I won't bother with the slim. No, never yeah. bothered with the slim. Uh, Unless I think. the console dies or something. Yes, if you have no hardware issues, I think a slim is all upgrading to a slim is a waste of money. Yeah, so I um, never upgraded my my PS3. I had the original fat one until the PS4 came out. Um, I've still got the fat one. Yeah, like. And it works perfectly fine, as, as far as I'm aware. To be fair, it's been at my sister's for six years. <laughs> so I don't know for sure. I'm getting it back on Sunday, so we'll find out. Bizarre. Uh, I, might, I might play Resistance. Oh, um, yeah. Um, but no, this is, uh, yeah, as you say, this, this just happens. They find faults or find a way to make things cheaper. Or in this particular case, like... Good evening, Chris. Welcome to the channel. Evening, Chris. Um, in this particular case, I think it's they're trying to get more made. So they found a solution yeah. that's a win-win. It's cheaper, and also they can get the bit. They can yeah. actually get the part. So it's... It's, it's only a good I don't thing. understand how... 
Yeah, this is only a good thing because it means they're going to be able to release more PS5s. People yeah. are actually going to be able to actively get one. Although I argue, I still argue that if you truly tried, you could. I know Rich has obviously wanted one and did at the beginning definitely truly try, but has now just gone, I'll get one when I can. Yeah, um, and I agree. Which like is, the sales numbers, I think, prove that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and anyone, that, as we've said, anyone we know that wanted one got one. Um, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, the people moaning that oh, another revision war. I've just bought a PS5. Yeah, okay, but it's not going to make a difference. Mm. It's not going to make a difference to you at all. It's not going to make a difference to the machine, other than it'll be a bit more power efficient. Then, but you yours say, isn't particularly power inefficient anyway. They're also saying 2022, so next year, um, that it will start production. So it'll probably be towards the end of 2022 we start seeing them actually hitting shelves, and I, they won't announce it. It would just be. It would just come out. It would just happen. Yeah. They would just. That'll be the ones that they launch that they ship to stores. Now it won't, It's not going to be like a look. We got the new. one. That's not how it'll be. <laughs> no, it would just. Yeah, like it happened exactly the same with every other fucking generation yeah. of consoles. It will just happen. Like, right back to the SNES. Mm-hmm. There's multiple versions of the SNES. There's multiple versions of the Dreamcast and the fucking Nintendo 64. Some of which actually more valuable than the others just because of some the weird way the fat it's, ps3 as well because there's the ones there's only there's one type of fat ps3 that can play ps2 games and it's the 60 gigabyte model 60 gigabyte model and that has sd card reader as well yeah yeah it's it's bizarre it's bizarre but yeah like that has an actual fundamental difference like that was weird because didn't they come out like essentially at the same time? Yeah, I'm sure they came out around the same time. But it was just that specific model for some reason that could re- it was weird. Um, the PS3 launch in general was weird. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, this is just another one of like I really wish next week can we promise we even even if it's big news if it's just people moaning about something that we ignore it. Agreed. So we can just talk about happy things. Agreed. Talking about things that still aren't happy. This article comes from IGN and is written by (laughs) Matt Perslow. Sony is facing a lawsuit that claims it's operating an unlawful monopoly by restricting purchases of PlayStation games to the PlayStation Store. As detailed by a Bloomberg Bloomberg report, the class action lawsuit filed by consumers notes that by restricting digital purchases to the official PlayStation Store, Sony Interactive Entertainment, I are able to charge up to 175% higher than physical games sold by retailers both online and in store. With modern games like Returnal commanding $70, um, you can see why people are trying to find the best deals on their games. Those who want to remain digital, however, are restricted to what Sony charges on the PlayStation Store. Sony's monopoly allows it to charge... Um, super competitive prices for digital pla- digital games which are significantly higher than their physical counterparts sold in a competitive retail market and significantly higher than they would be in a competitive retail market for digital games, games explains the lawsuit. Stony stopped allowing third-party retailers such as Amazon from selling digital download codes for PlayStation games back in 2019. Nintendo has also done a similar thing, suspending European retailers from selling first-party digital game codes. While Sony brought an end to the digital download codes being sold by other retailers those companies are allowed to sell PSN credit however this still requires a user to pay Sony's asking price for a game rather than being able to pay the often cheaper prices retailers offer for a disc based version of the same game before we get into this 
This next article comes from IGN and is written by Liam Wiseman. A game developer and two other people are challenging Valve with a lawsuit over the company's dominance in PC digital games distribution. On a blog run by Wallfire Games, CEO David Rosen revealed that he is leading a class action lawsuit uh, representing game developers against Valve Corporation. He asserted that near dominance of Steam on the PC games market increases the prices of games due to Valve service taking a 30% commission from the sales of each game. He also stated that any attempts to diverge from that system would result in a game being removed from Steam. Rosen said that his motivation for the lawsuit, which was filed on April 28th, is that gamers and game developers are being harmed by Valve's, Valve's conduct. While I am taking on significantly personal risk, I am not doing this for personal gain, said Rosen. If there's any money monetary recovery it will be distributed to all developers and gamers in the class rosen added that he is not the only developer that has run into issues when publishing on steam i believe that other developers who charge lower prices on other stores have been contacted by valve telling them that their games will be removed from steam if they did not raise their prices on competitive stores Cho rosen claims his approach breaches antitrust laws which has led to him filing the lawsuit rosen is seeking a resolution where valve stops interfering with pricing on other stores and allow gamers and developers to make their own decisions wallfire games developed the game overgrowth and originally launched it on steam only to see new pc store platforms emerging that charge a lower commission when he asked valve about putting the game onto one of these other storefronts the company responded by saying that they would remove overgrowth from steam if i allowed it to be sold at a lower price elsewhere even from my own website without Steam keys and without Steam DRM. According to Law360, two gamers have also joined and are supporting the lawsuit. William Herbert of Florida and Daniel Escobar of New York. In re reference to Sony, what a load of shit. In reference to Valve, the threatening removal for allowing it to be sold at a cheaper price elsewhere is very dodgy. Uh, and also, they will lose that because that is illegal. That's price fi it's price fixing, and it's illegal. Um, there has been a similar case in the music industry, in the music retail industry, for the past few years, um, where a few very, very, very big brands and big retailers um, have been fined lots of money after a very long investigation on price fixing, with retailers and manufacturers doing exactly that, and brands um, such as Fender, Korg, Yamaha were going to retailers and telling them to adjust their prices to be in accordance with other retailers, which you're not allowed to do. Um, so there's been lots of stuff like that. So yeah, like yeah. That, that's a, that's a problem. That like, is a problem, but the notion, I still don't get the notion of complaining that the company take a margin and a profit, like don't put it there then, you know, or I just, I don't understand the logic behind those arguments. Like these people still have to make money. They are still a business. This is what happens when you let cunts like Tim Sweeney have a have a thing. That's to your say. one. That's your one per show. Just saying. That's my one per show. Tim Sweeney is up there on the biggest pieces of shit in the industry right now. I honestly, honestly, really hope he just wakes up one day and goes, oh, "I'm a bellend," <laughs> and just because. Honest to God, what he started is so stupid. Like, I, as we've said, the Valve thing is bad. But, like, the whole, yeah, complaining about commission, then don't put it there. Like, that's on you. You agreed to this. That's what it is. It's, they've got the dominant space of, uh, place on the in the marketplace because the audience, your consumers, your customers have chosen to use them. Mm -hmm. That's how they have this space. They didn't just go one day, 
we're taking this space. It's not how it works. You don't just go dibs. Mm-hmm. It's because they were the first people to do what they did and people grew accustomed to Steam. The more stupid bollocks is Steam isn't the only option on PC anymore. No. So you have less of a right to fucking complain. If you just if your game is good, people will download another store for it. Pe- people have certain like on a PC, you get people who have a storefront downloaded on their machine for one game mm-hmm. because it's the only place you can get it. I don't and play that's fine. many that's PC okay. games, but e- and even just Camilla, but her laptop has like multiple different storefronts downloaded on it for the multiple different games she wants to play. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not a problem. So if you don't want to put your game out on Steam, you can still sell it and you can still reach an audience. You just have to have made a good game. Mm-hmm. And if you if you can't get past that storefront barrier, which takes two minutes and no money of someone's time to get hold of look inward you've made a bad game mm-hmm. that's all i have to say about that particularly like not and obviously that's just the valve stuff but the, the sony stuff you how can you have a monopoly against your own product mm-hmm. of course that's the only way you can buy playstation games because you're doing it on a playstation <laughs> like and also the um for the most part yeah, for the most part, they aren't cheaper everywhere else. The only reason they're cheaper in places like supermarkets is because they can take a hit. Yeah. They lose profit. They lose profit on video games because they usually it's usually you can get it cheaper if you do a big shop and yeah. you spend a certain amount of money on your, sh- on your grocery shopping, which is where they make all of their profit. So they've made so much profit off of your 50, 100, whatever quid on your shop that they don't care whether they lose. Yeah, they use all the, they use all their that profit deal on of the game to get you to come and shop with them, as opposed to any of the other high street supermarkets. Because there's a lot of them. Absolutely. There are so many supermarkets, and for the most part, mm-hmm. they're all the fucking same. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, anyone like they're the fucking same. They sell food. Um, like <laughs> I, I know some do some things cheaper than other, but that's the point. That's the business. And one of the things they do is, hey, that we have these other products that you can get whilst you're here and we'll get you we'll give you deals if you shop with us and that's how they do that um and you know from the years that you and i worked in game and and chris chris uh disaster nerds if he's in the chat will back us up on this the time for the times that we did sell what was code to content we called it as actual no one bought it. digital sd cards a no one bought it but also they weren't any cheaper than what no. they were on the store in the first place because we didn't make any money they weren't any there was no, yeah, there weren't any cheaper. Um, they were literally the exact same price. The only thing there was not all of that money went to Sony. Yeah, and even literally, then, it. we didn't make like we didn't make that much money on it. With both Xbox and Sony when they were doing it, and Nintendo, the margin on those products was low. Was and any time that the game did offer those cheaper as part of a deal or a sale, they were publisher funded. It was mm-hmm. always a publisher-funded deal. It was never, which I think, for the most part, game always is, at least. Like when they've got a sale on a new product, there's normally like an agreement with the publishers. Like it's not so much just a where the retailers' losses have been made up by yeah. the whoever released said product. Yes, that's usually how it works. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just people complaining about things they don't understand again. And yep. These are all parts of these things. I will be surprised if this Apple case happens an epic win. I can't see, especially with this information we've seen coming out from the 
from the just, trials so far? I'm going to put it out there. If Epic win, I quit. I, I'm with you. Cancel it all. Fine we'll just me. do admit one. And I don't think I don't think Sony will lose this either because, as you say, I don't no, think they do, they do have a monopoly. Uh, this Steam one, I think there might be some backlash about the price fixing stuff because that is definitely dodgy. But I also wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if there's more to that than what we are getting because we are only hearing it from one angry man as opposed to actually seeing the full picture sure. and seeing the contracts and stuff like that. There is very likely sure. more going on. Um, but they, no, sorry, fair enough. That's it. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, fair enough. Uh, they even mentioned like because. If in the off chance that this class action lawsuit, by the way, which I very rarely won mm -hmm. anyway, a class action lawsuit, that is literally a, the polite term for random idiot suing corporation. Mm -hmm. um, obviously not always idiots, but random person suing corporation. Um, it was even mentioned in this article that Nintendo do the exact same thing. So yeah. do Microsoft. They do the exact same thing. Yeah, I wouldn't Obviously, be surprised the difference. if over the next week or so we see that more of these storefronts are being sued for having a monopoly because um, that seems to be... Because that's the argument that Epic made towards Apple at one point in this case as well. And then since they've done that, these two things have come out. So I wouldn't be yeah, surprised if like we just see more of this for a while and they all get shot down. It's stupid. It's people being butthurt and then it's fans going, yeah, you're right. I want to save money. Like You're saving money. Like It's this conversation of like, they bring up, like, games journalists fuck me off because they bring up the, um, they brought up the cost of Returnal mm -hmm. in this article. Completely irrelevant. While with modern games like Returnal commanding $70, you can see why people are tr trying to find the best deal. No, get fucked. It costs $70 because of Fucking inflation. That's why it costs $70. Games cost more and inflation. That's why it costs $70. If you don't want to pay $70, you don't fuck off. You yeah. can't have this hobby. We, we've had a similar thing. There is a product that we sell that only the, the, where the only UK retailer that sells it. It's imported from America. Since Brexit, we've had to charge more for it because it costs us more money to get into the, into the country. And people complain about it. And it's like, you voted for this. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's what happens now. These things cost more, so you have to pay more for it. Like it's yeah, it, that's, it's just they cost more because of inflation, and they um and they cost more to make because of inflation, and they're just getting more technical and more expensive, and it's just and you like, always it want, costs seventy quid, and, and you want the biggest shiniest I, thing all the time. You want all these games to be four K sixty frames exactly. per second at all t at all times. Then that costs it, more money. Exactly, and it's a case of games journalists needs to stop backing the idiots that are just complaining about the price. This is the price now. This is the price. I I admit we're in that weird period at the moment because Re Returnal seventy dollars, but Resident Evil Eight is sixty. Mm -hmm. So you're in this weird space at the moment. Granted, but that's just how much they are. Mm -hmm. Resident Evil's crossplay. That's the answer. It's crossplay. They haven't upped the price on PS4 games because. Like even though inflation would justify it and they would be right to if they wanted to, I, I can understand that That's twisting people's knickers a bit. Yeah. yeah. But you're getting this jump. You're getting this jump now. You're a next-gen jump. Pretty much every generation has a price jump. This isn't new. Get over it. Like This is still cheaper than games have been mm -hmm. in the past. Like this is oh, it's ridiculous, and I hate it. And I think games journalists needs to 
They need to either stop talking about this and spreading this as a negative thing and supporting the the consumers that go to um, try and swangle as much money off of these products as as they can. Because otherwise, every franchise is gonna gonna go days gone. It's not gonna make any money, and then it's gonna fuck off, and then people are gonna complain. Why are you not doing this? And then sign a petition, which is gonna get you nothing, and and then just like oh, all this sort of shit. And you're just like. This is because you refuse to pay the prices. You refuse to grow up. Like you know this is a hobby that's expensive. It's expensive. End of discussion. You know this is expensive. So is piloting. Being a pilot <laughs> as a hobby is expensive. But you don't hear people bitching about how much planes cost. Like, yeah, you've chosen an expensive hobby. Get used to the fact that you're going to have to pay money. And every generation, there's a fucking jump. Like you're gonna have to pay money. You've chosen PlayStation. If you don't like the PlayStation Store and you don't want to give your money to Sony, fuck off. Yeah. Same applies to if you've chosen Nintendo. If you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> it's like I bring it up like, oh, it sucks, but I understand why Nintendo games never depreciate. Because mm-hmm. they don't need to. Clearly, they sell incredibly well without depreciating. And and they've clearly taken the uh, impedient. If you don't like it. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Xbox. It's the exact same with every console. They have an inbuilt storefront that you can't get your first-party games from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's that. Sure, Sony spread it to third parties as well, but get fucked. You've bought it on a PlayStation. That's on you. Like, you have your choices. Go and get a disc if you're that fussed about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have everything you want. You just can't. If you want to avoid the prices, get... Get a disc. If you want it all to be all digital, accept that these are the prices. Don't just be like, ah, I'm going to sue you. Like, grow up. Honestly, this really pisses me off. And this is all Tim Sweeney's fault. And have, because have he's I, just like, Have I ruined your good day? <laughs> and it's just like, Oh, I don't want to pay 30% to have the right to do these things. What do you mean you removed Fortnite from your platform? All we did was break terms and conditions. I'm Tim Sweeney. <laughs> Bellen. Phil Spencer wants xCloud on other consoles. This article comes from IGN. It's written by Matt TM Kim. More emails from the Epic versus Apple court case are trickling out along with plenty of high-level conversations between various CEOs. One email exchange between Epic CEO Tim Sweeney and Xbox President Phil Spencer reveals that Xbox's interest in bringing xCloud and other consoles is ongoing. There was regular chatter that Xbox had ambitions to bring its services to systems that weren't, well, the Xbox. And its height, at its height, there were Rumors the entire Xbox experience could come to Nintendo Switch. Instead, Xbox Live functionality exists on the Switch, and, X- and xCloud is currently available on PC, Android, and iOS through a slight workaround. But according to an email between Spencer and Sweeney, Xbox is interested in getting its cloud streaming service to other consoles. At the highest levels of Microsoft, we are committed to pushing on these policies and continuing to expand our console platforming capabilities, Spencer writes. Quote, you can chime in as you feel comfortable, but I did want to let you know that I have your point on xCloud on other consoles haven't given up. F2P outside of gold, we will get there and I want to partner with you and our store entitlement ideas is items I'm going to review with you to make progress. Microsoft xCloud is a cloud streaming service where 
users can play console games on their phones or PC directly from the cloud with no need to download or install a title. This is a service that's included for subscribers of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is Xbox popular service where users can download and install games from a library so long as they pay the monthly subscription cost. While xCloud is exclusive to smartphones and PCs at this time, cloud streaming to consoles is possibly something PlayStation and Nintendo already do with PlayStation Now or Switch Cloud Stream in streaming. Uh, getting xCloud and other consoles will be a hurdle and there are many financial deals needed to clear the way for it to happen, especially since companies like PlayStation are hesitant to open their platform to external parties as seen in its conversations with Epic Games over crossplay. But xCloud or non-Xbox systems will help Microsoft expand its footprint beyond hardware and potentially help further its Game Pass service. The reason I've chosen to put this in is because I've been saying this for fucking ages. Microsoft wants to bring Game Pass and xCloud and everything else to everywhere and they want it to be on the PlayStation and I think it will eventually be there. We've been saying this since Game Pass happened. Yeah. Since like since it first happened because I'm pretty sure we were doing the show when it yeah, started. Yeah, absolutely were. Yeah. Um, so, and we've been saying this since day one and if they can strike the right deal, I don't see the downside to... For, for no, these other platforms, and, and I think the only reason it's probably not on PlayStation at the moment is because PlayStation are and Sony are just a bit more business savvy, as we're seeing from these conversations that are coming out. They want to make sure that if this something is being done, that there is a financial and a business benefit to them, um, because mm-hmm. th- otherwise, what's the point? They don't need to. Um, I think having Game Pass or and XCloud stuff on the platform would be a good thing for Sony, but they don't need it there right now so they have no incentive they don't need it there but I, it. yeah they don't need it there whatsoever but i i don't see the negative no i don't think there is a negative either but i think that they are in a situation at the moment where they will go okay yeah we'll host your thing but we want something in exchange um so it will just be coming to that agreement and i also think that's fair you know if someone wants to host something on your no, platform, of course, yeah. like there needs to be an I think the tweet I put out the other day that everyone seems to be surprised by is the shock idea that businesses exchange funds in the exchange of services. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people confused by this in the past couple of weeks. Like, yes, they do things for each other and they charge each other for it. It's business. This is what happens. This is how the life. This is how life goes. This is how the world works. With, this is how. With the. F- Sorry, with the um, Fortnite stuff. The reason everyone was so confused is this just. Because like reading quotes and stuff from internals at PlayStation about the whole they get money, but no one else does for crossplay is they literally just went. None of you, not one partner that he was saying. I'm going to butcher the exact quote, but it was along the lines of. Um, there are several first-party publishers that are teaming up and doing crossplay, and not one of them can tell me how it would benefit us. Mm-hmm. So um, they are just literally just the only ones who asked. Mm-hmm. There's an email going out like Epic agreed to this list of things. They agreed to this. Mm-hmm. I know it's not Epic complaining. This has just come out from the lawsuit with Apple. Like, um, but yeah, this, this is I don't understand why people are getting on the high horse with this. But yeah, um, in terms of xCloud on... I think it, yeah, it would just be a right working out the right cut for Sony. Um, probably, I don't know how it would work necessarily in terms of your Xbox Live because you would have 
it's weird. Maybe you would have to have a specific Xbox Live account. Like, because I've got mine, I wouldn't be able to link it with that account, mm-hmm. for example, if that makes sense. Yeah, perhaps. You would have to make an Xbox Live account through PlayStation mm-hmm. so that they, get, they can get a cut of your subscription, essentially. is how I imagine they would do that. If they can do that in a way for you to be able to use your existing one, then fair. Like, you link... You link your two together, and then they can get a cut of that going forward. La di da di da di da. I imagine is how it would work. Or you would just have to, as a pre-existing Xbox user, you would have to pay a little bit again to get it on PlayStation. If that makes sense. Very plausible. Uh, but yeah, I I don't necessarily see the downside. There isn't necessarily a negative for Sony saying yes or no. I would say the only negative this. for Sony saying yes is that the potential risk to the amount of sales they'll miss out on third-party games that could be bought through their service because they'll be included in xCloud. That's true. Maybe there's a caveat that it's only the first parties. It's a different version. Like obviously, which it, I yeah, imagine, say, not, yeah, just which I'd imagine is something that Xbox wouldn't want to be on board with. Which is why sure. there would need to be, and why there would need to be a, a, uh, an exchange of finances, and why Microsoft would have to pay a premium to have it on there, which they probably yeah, are willing to do, but agreeing on a price mm-hmm. is uh, like that. business. It's business. Everyone seems confused that business happens. Yeah, is, oh. yeah exactly. And, and same goes for Nintendo. Like again, there's no like, um, exactly how we just exchange that about Sony would be the same thing that happens with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like, of course. Like, sure. Like there's, yeah, there's just not much to complain about. I'd, I'd say the only caveat to third parties is obviously you wouldn't get trophies, you'd get achievements. Yes. So, yeah, so, um, but yeah, it's obviously a different thing. So it depends on what's important to people, but um, that comes down person to person more than the right. business decision. But yeah, I think this would be a cool move. It would be cool to see, uh, especially if it were to actually work properly, because obviously this would be a, a streaming-only service, which is hit and miss. Um, I haven't used xCloud too much, but I did use it on my iPad briefly, and it worked pretty well. I didn't have any issues with it, so that's cool. But yeah, we'll see what happens, and once again, rabbit hole all right. <laughs> the final news story of the week article comes from IGN and is written by Jordan Oliman. It looks like Sony has registered a trademark for the previously Xbox exclusive shooter Sunset Overdrive. Spotted by Nibble on Twitter, the trademark was registered at the US Patent and Trademark Office in late April. It doesn't confirm anything, but it was but it's interesting given that Sunset Overdrive was initially exclusive to Xbox One upon its release in 2014. The game then came to PC in 2018 before Sony acquired Insomniac as a first-party PlayStation Studio in 2019. This means Sony can lay claim to the game and are clearly interested in maintaining its patent, but whether they're intended to to actually do anything with the property is anyone's guess. Interestingly enough, Sunset Overdrive director June Murray recently rejoined Insomniac Games after a stint at Microsoft's quadruple-A Perfect Dark Studio, The Initiative. Um, I I love Sunset Overdrive. It would be cool if something's coming to PlayStation. I think this is them just wrapping up the purchase yeah. of Insomniac. Personally. I think that's all that is as well. Um, the, the the combination with Drew Murray being back Insomniac does sort of make you go, hmm, could there be something? But And, you know, there could well be, but my, I imagine so far down the line it's unreal. And again, like 
anything. We've had this discussion so many times as well. This, it could be that there is a Sunset Overdrive project for PlayStation in the works that's six, seven years away, but they would want to be registering these trademarks now because you don't want to be putting five, six years of work into something and then go, oh, fuck, we didn't. Lads, lads, we didn't fucking trademark it. Oh, we're going to have to call it Sundown Under Carriage. <laughs> I think if anything's coming, to be fair, because Insomniac, they're a decent-sized studio. They're not massive. They've just released Mars Morales. They're just about to release... Um, Ratchet. Ratchet, thank you. There's... Um, there's the rumblings and rumors, and they've been teasing. They could just be in cock teasers, but they've been teasing something with resistance for yep. a while now. So, and obviously, they're then going on to Spider. That they'll be well into pre-production and stuff of Spider-Man Two. So, if there is a new Sunset Overdrive coming, it is not for a long ass time. Probably PS Six, if we're being real. Probably. And I think um, right. I think it's primarily just them wrapping up the purchase and just wrapping. Yeah, right. That's we have I everything. Think, it's think, ours. It gives them options. Sony like to have options, and any smart business sure. does that's creative. They want to. We see it in the movie industry all the time. People trademarking film titles and websites, uh, years and years and years, and films and sequels in advance are never going to happen just so they're protected. Mm -hmm. It's so common. Absolutely. Yeah, it's super common. But also, I think if anything. It's just that Sunset Overdrive itself, the original game, is going to get ported at some point, if anything. Yeah, I would, I, I'm fairly confident we'll see it turn up. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll see it ported. Um, it'll either be like with Insomniac partnering with someone like Bluepoint or something like that, or it'll be just something that they literally just go, export. <laughs> <laughs> like something that doesn't actually require much of it obviously i don't develop games but i do know it's not as simple as just hitting like like converting it from dock to dock x i know settings, it's not that simple export as yeah. <laughs> export as wav <laughs> like, i know it's not as simple as whether or not you want something to be wav or mp3 but um but yeah, i imagine it'll be something that requires like a, a skeleton crew of people to do and just it over. I don't think we're going to get a sequel, largely because that game didn't set the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination. I loved it. I think it was great. You can see you, it's a really nice stepping stone between Ratchet and Spider Man. Did you ever play it? No, I missed it. Wasn't when I played. I think it's, now that you've got the X, I think it is definitely one to pick up on uh, either on a, a stream or when you've got some downtime. But um, I, th I think you would really enjoy it. But yeah, no, it um, always. Um, I remember when it was out, it looked like a game that I would enjoy. Um, yeah, just um, yeah you just never had an Xbox. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and I, I think if it came to PlayStation, it would do well. I think back then, just Xbox was the wrong audience, and it was just a one-off second-party experiment, um, which I'm glad they did because it was a fantastic game. And if we get it again on PlayStation, I'm all in. But I, yeah, as I said, I think it's just them cleaning up the whole uh, acquisition of Insomniac personally. I agree. That was the news this week. And we don't have a weekly show topic because the show was turned a little bit upside down. Um, however, <laughs> I do have a submission for a Waste of Time Awards. I thought you were going to give me a jingle. I'm sorry. Um, waste, waste of Time! Oh, that was, I like that. <laughs> cool. Um, the Waste of Time Awards I'm going to put forward this week. I spotted a tweet from one Colin Moriarty, 
where he said in the tweet, when will publishers learn? This will probably cost them loads of sales. Dumb. Um, with a link to um, psntrophies.com um, for the trophy list for Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. This trophy list for this game has five trophies for finishing the game on easy, finishing the game on normal, finishing the game on hard, finishing the game on extreme, and finishing the gauntlet with no platinum. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up was originally because we had a guest on from the trophy room, and it would have been great to talk to him about that because, you know, they do trophies and stuff. They're well into their trophies. But I have to say, I'm so on board. Speaking of, can I be really unprofessional? Yeah. I'm about to pee myself. <laughs> All right. I will be right back. You, you waffle pee. about this. I know the story, so waffle. Basically, tell them. Basically, my thoughts here is that um, I don't know how to do this with just me. This is unusual. Maybe we should do something where we just talk about Jack when he leaves the room. Should we just... Because he's going to have to now come back and give this a watch later. And he did, this, he did this to me once. I left the room. I was desperate for a pee in the middle of a podcast once. And he did exactly this. I left... When I came back, he had said horrendous things about me, and I had to look back through the podcast to find out what he had said, and he had pronounced my name wrong. So, Mr. Jock Nitley Timson uh, can piss himself, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, this whole trophy list scenario, my thinking here is that there are a lot of people out there that don't buy a game for a trophy list, but a trophy list can sway someone's opinion on a game. There are countless times where I'll look at a game and think, eh, yeah, I might give it some time. Um, and then I see it's got a good trophy list and then go, all right, cool, I'll do it. And I think Wreckfest is a good example. Admittedly, it's free. Um, <laughs> Damn! Uh, admittedly, it's free, but if Wreckfest didn't have the easy attainable trophy list, I wouldn't be spending the time playing it much more than what I am. So this kind of trophy list is insane and I can't understand why publishers can't work it out and put in the time and effort, which isn't much, into making a half-decent trophy list with a platinum. Looking at my shot, you could see me on the floor, can you? Yeah, you absolutely could. Yeah. Um, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to crawl through and just pop up. It would have been funny. Um, Rich said it would have been funny, but then I you, uh, saw you laugh. Um, saw you laugh. Heard you laugh, so I assumed you could see me. Um, my two cents in. This is a dumb trophy list. As much as some people do not play games for trophies, some people do, um, which is probably what you said. And um, also, I just think, like, yes, yeah, stop releasing games without platinums. It's a waste of time. It takes you two seconds. Like, even if your trophy list, even if you want it to be that trophy list, put a platinum on it. Just add a platinum. Yeah, for sure. Add a like, platinum. People like platinums. It doesn't hurt you. Just add a platinum. Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand the fucking problem. <laughs> it's Sorry. in... I'm getting very irate today. This has been Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. If you liked what you've been doing and what you've been doing is watching us, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us here on Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media, and you can subscribe and follow on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. And now you can follow us on Instagram at Rabbit Hole Media underscore UK for all of the behind the scenes tits and bits. If you would like to support us, you can head to merch.rabbitholemedia.co.uk where you can buy a wide range of merchandise which recently got wider. And finally, if you are watching us live on Twitch and you are an Amazon Prime member, you get one free Twitch Prime membership a month. 
please find it within your hearts to give the free membership to us. It will not cost you a penny, but will go a very long way in helping bring us, no, in helping us bring you the shows that you love. You haven't been on it today, have you? No, I've had three. Not a judgment. I've had three alcohols. I understand. Also, the coast is stuck. And, and also, uh, not a judgment. I'm never on it either, but you usually <laughs> are. So it was more. It was more an observation. Busy week on the old Twitch channel this week. If you are catching this before Tuesday on Tuesday evening at eight PM, you can catch myself and Rich back here on Twitch playing through Halo Two. It's my first time playing through the Halo series, and will be our second go. Picking up from where we got to. I think we're about halfway through, if I remember rightly. We've played, played a big chunk, I think, of Halo 2. Um, so make sure to come and join us doing that on Tuesday. On Wednesday evening, from around 8pm, maybe 8.30, still undecided. Jack and I will be back here for a very special uh, ad hoc episode of Admit 1. Our usually weekly Ad hoc 1. Ad hoc 1. Our usual... No, I'll, fuck it. I've had too much. Help me. We will be back here Movies, on Wednesday films, at 8 to 8.30. Yeah, talk about <laughs> Mortal Kombat movie. Obviously, please feel free to join us. That'll be lovely to have you there. And then on Thursday evening, also at 8 p.m., we'll be back on the channel playing... Oh, something else. We're going to do Resi, but unknown. Unknown. We're going to hold off on Resi, aren't we? It's um, Potentially, I believe it's worth a discussion. We'll have this discussion. Sure. We'll have this discussion. But finally, make sure to be back here on Saturday evening at 8 p.m. for the next full episode, proper episode of Admit One, where we're continuing our passion films as voted for by you. This week, we will be reviewing and spoiling the fuck out of Life of Brian. So go and watch Life of Brian and then join us at 8 p.m. on Twitch Saturday evening to discuss with us the film what you think, what we think. is always a good laugh. Last week's show was fantastic. So make sure you join us for this one. And it's on Netflix, so it's free. In if you have Netflix. D Jack, thank you very much for joining me this evening as always. No problem. And thank you to those in the Twitch chat with us and thank you for watching. Until next time. We shall see you then. Ta-ta for now.